Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Let's Talk Law Enforcement. I am your host, Kenny Dean, and I appreciate you tuning in. And from the beginning, like I always said, if I can get one listener to have an open mind about the things that we do on the street and how it's really done, and just the fact that if I can get you to see from a law enforcement officer's point of view, then I have at least helped change the game a little bit. And with that being said, I want to jump into thanking some of my friends that have supported me in this podcast, uh, Malak. Um, She's doing big things and I'm waiting to hear back from her in reference to, you know, some really big TV type stuff. And she's already doing her commercials. And again, I'm super proud of her. And uh, that's the type of people I like to have on the podcast. Officers who do things outside of the badge and are very versatile and they love to help people. So give her a shout out. Give my boy Crit a shout out. Uh, Code 3 DMV. Right, they're gonna promo um, this episode for me uh, tomorrow when it releases, and I appreciate that. And like I said, anybody wants to get their um, business promoted on the show, reach out, drop me a DM, and we'll get that going. Because I have a couple sponsors, and, and they again they wish to remain anonymous, and uh, I appreciate it. Right. I appreciate you helping support this, because, like I said, police need a voice. Law enforcement needs a voice because we don't have one. Ninety eight percent of the time it's a PIO officer or somebody who is just a figurehead for the department and says whatever um, the top brass wants to get put out there. Right. Or then the media, because we never and everybody knows you know, law enforcement can't stand media because they put stuff out there that's just not true. And, you know, we sit there and we go, that didn't happen. We were there. But we can't say anything most of the time. So, like I say, this podcast is for us to have a voice. And for civilians and people who may see things that law enforcement do or, or have, have done and have questions about and they reach out, and a lot of times I get DMs all times of the day and night. Hey, what do you feel about this? What do you think about this? And I have no problem with answering those. Um, so I'm going to get jump right into this, right? Okay, so way back, I remember having a talk with my mom. And, um, you know, I would call her on Sundays and we have this. We would always have talk either after church or before in the morning or, you know, one one or twice during the week. And I would say to her, and I was younger, if I went to the military, I'd say, Ma, you know, one day America's going to get like the Roman Empire was. And as we all know, the Roman Empire fell, right? I am of the belief that we're heading in that direction. All right. This is my personal beliefs, because at this point, 
crime is rapid. We're, 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 we're like paralyzed to do anything. And the juvenile crime is out of control. They can put a spin on it any which way. Any law enforcement officer across the country knows, right? We have 12, 13, 14, 15 year olds uh, committing murders, right? We have numerous carjackings daily, right? And we seem to kind of brush it aside and there's a segment of, I guess you want to call it society that says, oh, they're just kids. Well, let's slap them on the wrist and they'll be okay. And that's just not the case. Um, These kids are committing serious adult crimes. And I'm not saying lock them up, throw away the key. But a lot of these cities, a lot of these liberal cities, it just seems like they're turning a blind eye on them. And they're just like, okay, well, nah, they turn 18, they'll get better. We're going to do this and we're going to do that. Let me tell you something, folks. Fuck a rec center. Okay. Fuck job training. Um, fuck all that. Because it's not working and hasn't worked for a long time. This is not the same generation of kids after me or after them. These kids are reckless and they don't care. And they are killing and they don't care. They are carjacking and they don't care. They don't care who they kill. They used to be a game, you know, or I should say in the game that you didn't hurt women, you didn't hurt seniors, right? That's gone. They kill everybody. And they don't care because there's what, what are you going to do to them? You're going to slap an ankle bracelet on them and say, hey, come in and monitor. I'm going to monitor you once a month. And 50, 60, 70 percent of the time they out committing crimes with an ankle bracelet still attached. What do you do? What does society do? What does what does America, the great America say? We want done, right? Because we're in this loving, love everything society now, right? And you got to love everybody and love everything, or we have to agree. Or if I don't agree with you, you're going to cancel me, or I'm going to try to get you fired, or all that, right? And kids are just kids, and they're just misplaced. And uh, they was growing up, they their mother had lead in the titty, and a right titty didn't have enough lead in it and calcium deposit, you know, all that, all that bullshit. Right. And I'm again of that mindset, you know, Oh, you know, you older. So that makes it. No, we had discipline. We had discipline. You feared what your parents would do to you. You feared what your mom would do to you. You feared what your grandparents would do. On top of all that, you cared what they thought about you. You cared what the neighbors thought about you. Right? You wanted to get a job at 15. You wanted to work that summer job. You didn't care where it was. You wanted to work because you wanted to earn your own money. Your mindset was not to go out here and steal cars or carjack somebody, or gun. At 15, we were like, 
I wanted the hottest girl in the in the neighborhood, right? You wanted that. That's what that's what it was all about. If you smoke weed, you smoke weed. You you sat at the park. You did whatever. But none of my friends, nobody sat around and said, "Hey, come on, y'all. We going rob McDonald's. We going murder this old lady in the house. We going carjack these people and take." away what they worked hard for. And again, we blame everybody but the kids and their parents. And I'll say this, right? Because everybody's like, oh, you have these Republican views. And no. But I guarantee you, if you made parents responsible for the damage that some of these badass kids are doing. I'm talking about the bad ones. I'm talking about the ones that are locked up over and over and over. If you said, we're going to make you, we're going to hold the parents responsible for damages and everything else, I guarantee you this shit will stop or go down a lot. Right? Right now, juveniles are everybody else's problem. Juvenile crime is everybody else's problem besides the people who born these kids, right? Who gave birth to these kids. Because as a society and as a government, it is your responsibility to take care of my child. That's the mindset nowadays. You provide school, you provide everything for my kid. And I'm supposed to provide what? And that's what I ask. What do you what do you provide, mom or dad? Right. And I'm not talking about the good kids that are out here doing right. We know that. We see them all the time, but they don't get the recognition. Right. Sadly. Just like a bad cop. The good ones don't get recognition because we just go about our business and do what we're supposed to do daily. But as a bad cop, that one, he's going to be on every news outlet across America. And rightfully so in some cases. But this is getting to the point where. We're having over two or three hundred murders a year in in these cities that, to be honest, run by a liberal government and liberal politicians. And what are you gonna do? What do you say? We keep voting these people in, right? Because they promised this and they promised that. Or let, let me let me be really, really, let me get down on this, right? Because people are hate this, but Let's be real about this. He looks like me, so I voted for him. Or she looks like me, she looks like her, so I voted for her. Right? She's black. That means she's going to do everything correctly. Because I'm black. How many politicians have we voted in just based on color alone? Right. And I'm not getting too black or white, but how how many? And we go, well, because they black. Sis is black. She's sis. It's sister power, woman power. And, and if you want to do that, that's fine. But at some point, something has to change. Because one day one of these one of these juveniles might run up into your family and cause havoc. And at that point, you're going to want 
you're going to want law enforcement to come down on them to the fullest extent of the law, right? Because then you don't care what color they are, right? You don't care. So I say that to go, what are we, we going to do about juvenile crime? It's rampant, especially in the DMV area. And where are the parents? Where are these parents that the minute you would say something to a kid that's outside, mom, auntie, all the cousins, that is, you know, my cousin, it's my cousin, everybody come running outside. He ain't do nothing. He, whatever. He's an angel. Where are they? When these kids are committing crimes. Oh, I know, I know. You, you can't watch a kid everywhere. You can't do that. Listen. If I'm selling drugs, if I'm holding on to guns, if I'm doing stuff that I know I'm not supposed to be doing, you as a parent, that is your house and you should know, and or I should say, be able to go in that room and check and see what's going on, right? Because they bring that stuff into your house. They're bringing the guns, the drugs, and everything else. And, and yeah, we got the trap houses that they're laying up in. But for the most part, you kind of know if your child's into something. Or you should. But we've become friends now with our kids, right? So we want to smoke weed with our kids. We want to drink with our kids. That shit's unheard of. I wouldn't even, that was, I, when I became a legal age to drink, I didn't, I didn't even feel comfortable doing that around my mom or my grandparents, even though I could. Because there was just a respect there. There was just, I can do it, but I do it some someplace away from here. So I say that to say, what, what is, what is the answer? What is the answer? We keep saying jobs. There are plenty of jobs out there. Plenty of jobs. Right? We keep saying um, they're not taught this way. That's some bullshit, too. Because in somebody's, in every kid's life, no matter who it is, no matter who, what kid it is, somewhere along the line, there was a aunt, a uncle, a cousin, a brother, a sister, a teacher, a football coach, a nun, a pastor, a rabbi, a doctor, a lawyer, a police officer that said, if you don't stop what you're doing, your ass is going to die. Or there's a better way to do things. You don't have to do it this way. And again, I'm not speaking to the number of kids that are doing it the correct way. I applaud you. And we are watching and we see it. But the kids out here, a lot of the kids out here now are doing things that we wouldn't do. We wouldn't think of doing as an adult. And there are no consequences 
Unless you're in Virginia, because in Virginia don't play that shit. That's why most of the time when we used to chase them kids in Virginia, their asses would stop and turn around. Because you know what? If I get locked up in D.C. or maybe even Maryland, Maryland's a little harsher. But if definitely you get locked up in D.C., what you going to do? You're going to charge me as a juvenile. I'll be out before you finish. What you going to do? Send me to Central Cell? Charge me as an adult? You're not going to do it. You ain't United States Attorney most of the time is not going to do it. And you're out. And you're back out committing crimes. Oh, we're going to put an ankle bracelet on them. For what? For what? So they can cut it off? And the problem is we don't, you know, everybody, oh my God, like we, we, we incarcerate and we do this from the schools. We want to take the school police out of the schools. That was a big no. And you did that, especially in D.C. And then look what happened. Fights every day. Like, make that make sense. Because you know what? Nobody thought it out. We just had to fall in line with defund the police. And nobody, a lot of people didn't even know what the hell that meant. We just did it because it sounded good at the time. And America, if you don't know by now, we are followers. We are followers. We love to follow. We are like a bunch of sheep. A lot of us. Right? Take for granted. Like, take, or let's just say in point. Rihanna came on last night. Oh my God. Riri. Who's Riri? Oh, that's your cousin. Oh, no, it's Riri. That's fine, right? That's fine. Riri. Oh, my God. She had a baby. She's going to have a baby. Is she pregnant? Is it a faux pas? Oh, whatever. We were like, oh, my God. I'm not knocking Rihanna or her entertainment value. But look how easy it is just to distract you. Rihanna. 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 Okay, great. And today... More people were murdered. More people were shot. We oh, that has one dude. Okay, I get it. It was the Super Bowl. But real life issues are still happening, and we don't want to face it. And I always go back to how I started this episode. The fall of the Roman Empire. The empire fell within. The same exact way America's falling now. The same exact way. The senators back then said, distract the citizens and give them games. And we can do whatever we want. And they did. They gave them gladiator games. And you see how that turned out. You see how Rome turned out. One of the strongest empires ever known to man. Destroyed from within. The same exact way the United States uh, of America is falling to pieces, in my opinion now. And I think a lot of people would agree. And all we do is come up with these lame lines with the same politicians that we keep voting in because they're popular or they 
say what we want to hear, or they got a cute slogan. We don't hold anybody accountable for anything except law enforcement, teachers. Think about that. And maybe, you know, nurses, you know, along that line. They are held accountable. And I get it. You should, right? They should be. We should be. But everybody else gets a pass. Because it's your responsibility to take care of my child because that's just the way it's been. I had a I had a gender reveal and it was huge. All my friends came. We popped some balloons. Baby daddy, I ain't seen him since. And we could. And now the baby's three. I don't like his or her ass. They get on my nerves. I ship him off to Grammy house as fast as I can, many times as I can, so I can go to the club. I can fly out and now somebody else's responsibility. And now that kid turns 15 and 16 and he's out committing crimes and you're irritated when the police department calls you and says, Hey, you want to come get your child who committed a crime, who destroyed something, who murdered somebody. And we almost never hold that parent responsible for the kid. And I know, I know some kids are just, they're going to do what they want to do despite good parents. I know that. But a, a lot of times, you notice officers, we run into the same kid over and over. And then we always go, or a system go, yeah, look at the parent. Yeah, look at him. And we keep providing excuses and we keep providing financial stability for parents that aren't really doing much for their kids. But it's everybody else's responsibility. Everybody else's responsibility. So at some point, what are we going to do? What are we going to do, folks? We're just going to keep turning a blind eye on the murders? that they commit, the robberies, the carjackings. I mean, I sat in the cruise a couple of weeks ago and listened to like three or four on, on a Saturday night. And then for the most part, you can't chase anyway. I mean, you can chase for carjackings, but for the most part, they're not going to let you chase because it's property damage. And even though it was a violent crime committed, most lieutenants, most supervisors, are kind of hesitant to let you chase because they know them kids run into somebody. They're not going to blame the kids. They're going to blame the police. And the first thing citizens say is, why were you chasing him? It's just property. Right? You're in a no-win situation. So that's why I say police are damned if they do, damned if they don't. So I get back to it. What can you do? I had a couple guys on the show, uh, Terrence, Terrence on the show, and he was adamant for job training and all that. I agree to a point, but not really, because you gotta you gotta want to work. 
you can offer me 10,000 jobs and I want to get off my lazy ass. It's not going to do whatever. But if my boys come over and I want to smoke weed and play the game, then I'm motivated to do that. That's what will happen. Right? So I'm not that big proponent of just jobs and training and this and you know, mentorship and mentoring and whatever. You got to want all that. You got to want all that. And, and again, it does start at home, but we kind of forgot that message. And we got to, you know, and I, and I say this too, police do play a part in that. But everybody's like, oh, well, you know, we don't have a community post. We don't have officer friendly no more. No, folks, we don't. Because you know what? The community ain't friendly no more. Shit, they ain't friendly no more. And to be honest, you run and call a call a call. You don't have time to stop and talk to Miss Sue on the corner no more at the corner house. Because guess what? Miss Sue was dead and her badass grandkids and took over the house. And that wasn't nothing to do with the police. So we got a whole bunch of things that are changing course. And we haven't changed with it. And we and some of these programs, they keep funneling money into them because it's profit for a lot of these companies. They don't care. We are talking about the jail. The hell with this jail system, but other entities nonprofits get huge money from city agencies and government to do these and i'm not saying anything bad about all the nonprofits but you know some of them just cash cows for the president of them they don't change shit they don't change shit because why am i going to change shit because if i get rid of the problem then they're going to get rid of me right i'm no longer needed I'm no longer needed. So I just I just say that to say when you vote, my opinion, this is me. Sometimes you gotta get the best candidate despite his color or her color. I know seniors are tired of getting banged in the head when they walk down the street in Baltimore or robbed or carjacked. I talked to my mom. She says the same thing. I never thought I would hear her say, and my mom's a devout liberal and Democrat, but she's up to here with it. She's tired of it. I never thought I would hear her say that. I never thought that, but she's tired of it. She's tired of it. a Baltimore, a longtime Baltimore resident, taxpaying resident, senior citizen, she's fed up with the bullshit. So, folks, if you can come up with any ideas, feel free. Reach out to the to the podcast. DM me. I get questions all the time. You want to be a guest? We making this thing grow. And like I said, I appreciate all the guests that have been on and all the, the guests that are coming on. They've been great. Thank you for your support. We're going to make this thing big and better because, I, again, I believe we need and should have a voice as law enforcement. Come on the show. You know, you don't have to give you your agency, but let's talk some experiences, man. Because that's the only way things are going to change. 
It's the only way things are going to change. So I thank you for listening. Please, again, support the podcast because we need a voice as police and law enforcement. Thank you, guys. And this episode will be published um, tomorrow, which is Tuesday. And the Valentine's Day episode, which we just recorded with Malak the Monster, we're going to publish that later on tonight. So you guys have a really good evening. And again, thank you for your support. And let's talk law enforcement.